Hello and welcome to A Reader's Book Corner. This is your host, Teresa Beasley, and today we are discussing Day Not Promise by Christian fiction author Pat Simmons. Before we jump into the episode, I know it's a little late, but I just want to say Happy New Year's to everyone and welcome to 2023. This is episode 77, but the second episode of 2023. I'm excited about that. I just wanted to let you all know, I'm truly grateful that you're here and allow me to share my thoughts on books and to share my conversations with authors of said books through interviews. You are so appreciated. Now, let's jump into the discussion. We are discussing Day Not Promised by Pat Simmons. This is a Christian fiction book about what it looks like when God fights your battles. Now, we start with the main character, Omega. She's one of the main characters in the book. The other main character is Mitchell. Now, Omega takes a detour. Um, She stops at a gas station to go in to get some things. And at the time, it's being robbed. So she, I mean, bullets are flying. People are shooting. People are taking cover. And she ends up being saved by a man named Mitchell, who takes a bullet for her. He's shot trying to cover her so that she doesn't get shot. And at the time, Omega was for sure she saw angels covering them because the bullets just, even though they were as close as they were, they wasn't touching them. And this is described so well in the book, but you have to read it. Now, Mitchell is taken to the hospital. Um, He's there recovering. And after the incident, both Omega and Mitchell now have the responsibility to pay it forward. Or in other words, pray it forward. We meet Miss Helena. Now, Miss Helena is Omega's neighbor. Omega stops by to talk to her. And she kind of explains to Omega that she is the chosen. She's been chosen. And Omega's like, what do you mean? You've been chosen to be an intercessor, she tells her. So she lets her know that God has chosen her to be an intercessor. Now, I'll admit, I've never heard of intercessor Because growing up, my mom, my grandmother, my aunties always called them prayer warriors. So I grew up saying prayer warriors. So that's what I've always said. And that's what I say today. You know, there's a lot of prayer warriors out there. If you are not aware of what an intercessor is, um, it's kind of like it's an individual appointed by God who prays earnestly for the name that the Lord drops in their spirit. He gives them a word, I mean, not a word, but he gives them a a person's name that is needing those prayers. And you just pray very long and hard for that person. You pray passionately for that person so that they can come out of whatever they're in. Now, Omega works with a lady named Yolanda. And Yolanda loves working for the Lord. She's all in. She's very passionate about it. And one day she comes to work. She shows up and she's telling all of them, you all have to get right with Jesus and you can't delay. You all have to get right with Jesus. You can't delay. Now, everybody's looking at her kind of strange. They understand that Yolanda loves the Lord and that she's always expressing that to them and and giving them, you know, pointers and things and telling them things, you know, at work that they need to, you know, you need to get right with God. You need to love God. Why don't you come to church with me? She's always doing that. So they're used to that and they're used to her presence being like that but on this particular day it seemed like it was a little different it was more more passionate and later on they find out that at the moment that she was there telling them that i mean really really passionately she had passed away in a car accident she was on her way to work but she came to them and she showed up to tell them 
they need to get right with God because no day is promised. As the book title says, no day is promised to anyone. So that was a real turning point for me as I was reading the book. Now, Omega starts to realize that God has chosen her to intercede in these two sisters' lives. She saw them, um, I believe at the gas station is when she first saw them. And the sisters' names are Kaylee and April. She, so Omega's been getting these messages and visions that one will die if one of, one of them leaves the city or the state. Um, and then she finds out that April wants to be a model. And she wants to leave to go to New York to be a model. But God has shown Omega that if she leaves to pursue this career, things are not going to be good. Things are going to happen. So Omega is trying is starting to interact with the sisters to try to find out, you know, how adamant April is about going to New York to do this modeling thing. And she tries not to, like, be blunt about it, but she tries to bring up different things to let them know, you know, this you don't you don't really want to go now i will say that april and kaylee themselves have um some, inter some interactions with visions so and i won't tell you about theirs because that starts a turning point in the story as well but um they too experience these these visions um but omega omega keeps working to try to express what the Lord needs her to say. She knows she's accepted her assignment and she's trying to handle her assignment and do what she's supposed to do. Because there's another, there's a gentleman at her job that she was assigned to as well. You, you, you got to read the book about that one. <laughs> so now we we get to Mitchell. Mitchell's coming out of the hospital. He's, re, he's really starting to recover. Um, probably will have to do a little bit of rehab, but he's home and he's looking at life a little bit different. He was in a relationship that he just needs to step away from because things that that day like really, really changed him. Um, and he too has been chosen. So, and he's having, you know, visions and seeing, you know, received messages from God. So he's, you know, wanting to accept his assignments too. So it, it affected each one of them different that day but we'll get into that a little bit later now he owns a gym and his business has been down but then one day God says I need you to stop Sharon from leaving and Sharon is one of the clients that he has at the um, the gym I believe her name is Sharon and so he does it you know the Lord dropped it on him to do that and so he stops her and he's having a conversation with her and answering some of her questions and the next day he finds out that it saved her life because had she left at the time that she was going to leave, she would have been in a bad accident or incident and she wouldn't be there. So she was really, really, you know, moved by that. She was like, you know, how did you know, you know, you, you, you stopped me and had this conversation with me that actually saved my life. And I'm so appreciative and I thank you so much for that. So that started changing her. And so she wanted to tell people, you know what he had did for her and so things started to change a little bit at, at the business because of that and so now we have omega and mitchell you know they have they re you know interacted again because of him taking the bullet for her she wanted to make sure that he was okay so when they find out they're they're both having these visions and doing you know they feel that they're assigned to do these things you know Omega's like, I know who we can talk to about it. So they go to Mrs. Helena and they become like this little tag team, which is 
so adorable in the book. They became like a team, helping those to to bring attention, you know, to God and to just kind of intercede and help other people and pray for other people that are needing it because they, you know, they do encounter people that need prayer. Um, and I love that they become like a little team because and it's more than one person working together to do God's work. So it's always a good thing when that happens. Um, and they make a really good team. To me, we don't understand how hard God works in our favor in every day. And that's me. That's any of you. We don't know. But he does work very hard in our favor. And, and Day Not Promise gives a vivid picture how he's always on time. If you read this book, you will understand what I'm saying. He's always on time. When we think he's not there, he's there. When we think we're not covered, we're covered. When we think no one's praying for us, there's somebody praying for you. So, and it's adamant in this book that people praying as earnest as they are and the things that they say or do has stopped them from being in uh, going down a different path, I will say. It's expressed in this book. That's why I believe this was the right book to start the new year with. I think it was the best book to start 2023 with. Because, of course, this time of year, we're all make, wanting to make changes. We're all wanting to do things different than we did the year before. Um, we all want to be more with our faith. We want to do our goals and things like that. So even and whether it's reading goal, um, exercise goals, whatever it is, we all want to start anew. And this, I think, is the a really good book to start the year off with. Now, I was going to release this, record and release this on December 28th, but I took the last week of December off because of my birthday and also because something was just telling me to wait and release it as the second episode of the new year. And after reading this book, I understand why. Um, it has been several times when there's been incidents and close calls that have passed me by because I listened to that gut feeling you know, that um, that's telling me don't go or don't leave or wait just a few minutes or something happens to where I forget my keys or, oh my God, my coffee. I forgot my coffee. I go back in and get my coffee. And then we leave a little bit later and we find out that there was a wreck up the street. You know, things like that. Just simple things like, just things like that that happen that you think, Oh my God, if I would have left just five minutes before I might not be here or five minutes before I could have been hurt or injured or I could have hurt or injured someone else. So it's just those small little things like that, that he's working in our favor that we don't realize. Um, and a lot of times we complain about things, but which we shouldn't be complaining, but we do. We're human. We do. And you're wondering why that happened, but there's a reason why that happened. And I just think it's it was it was presented very well in this book, because I know there's been times that had I not listened to that voice or that my conscience or that gut feeling, had I not listened to that, there would have been a lot of times that things wouldn't have went very well for me. So, like I said, this is a Christian fiction book, but I would put a little bit of Christian romance on that label as well. Um, as a tag as well because with Omega and Mitchell as they're working together as they're talking to to each other and you know talking to each other interacting praying together 
um, you can feel the closeness start with them, um, which I mean, it was not overdone. It was done perfectly well in the book. Um, and I think I think that's why I connected so much with these two characters, because of his outlook and look at things was totally different than hers. And then when she felt like she was unraveling, he was there to help her. And then when he thought he was unraveling, she was there to help him. So, like I said, they became a team. And then if they needed some um, wisdom, they went to Miss Helena. So that was the team part of it. And I thought that was done very well. And you can feel this connection start to happen with them, which I will hope in the, the next couple of books that in the series that we see more of their relationship um, progressing. Well, I hope it's going to be a relationship that progresses. I'll say that. Now, this book was rich with, like I said, wisdom, especially through Miss Helena and um, the Arthur Pat Simmons. Um, I've always loved her books and I love her books because there's always a lesson to learn in them. And then her books always have themes that center around family and friendships and marriage and relationships. But it also centers around the power of love and understanding and how far you can go when you hold on to your faith. In the Lord, when you hold on to your faith in your Lord, in the Lord, and you you hand your troubles and your issues and your problems over to Him, the outcome is totally different. And she presents that very well in the books that she writes. Now, this was um, I will say the day not promise is a little bit different for her. It's a different writing style for her, but she still does. She did it very well. And you can just, as you're reading the book and before you get to the end, you understand that, um, you understand the outcome, you understand the message that's there and you understand what's being placed on you and what you're supposed to get out of the book. And like I said, she does that so well with her books. And that's why I've, you know, I've read all of her books. Um, and I was so excited to read this one because like she told me in the interview that, um, cause I recently interviewed her. She um, was saying that this was like totally different, but the Lord placed it on her to write this book. And this is the, the end product. And it's such a good end product. I'm telling you, you, you got to read this book. <clears throat> now, this is the book one, book one in the Intercessors, like I said. And I can't wait to read the rest of the books. Um, now, I do know book two is called um, Day She Prayed. And book three is Days Are Coming. So I can't wait till those get done and I can't wait for her to release those because I am definitely going to get those because I want to keep going with this this series. I can't wait to see um, if Omega and Mitchell are going to be together, um, what other assignments the, the Lord is going to place on them, what that God's going to give them and what else is going to happen um, and who they're going to encounter encounter next. Because, you know, they, they helped several people in this first book. So I want to see who they're going to um, help in the upcoming books. <clears throat> now, I like I said, I had the pleasure of um, interviewing the author in episode 70. And I will leave the link in the show notes if you would like to go and listen to that episode. Because we did talk a lot about a lot of things. that, um, And then we did touch on the, the book Day Not Promised. So we did kind of talk about that and upcoming things that she has going on. So I would really like you to listen to that episode and learn a little bit more about Pat and also a little bit more about the other books because we do discuss some of her other books 
that and one of her series that I love that's centered around sisters. So that would be a good episode to listen to. Now, before I wrap up, let me tell you a little bit about the author. Pat Simmons is a multi-published Christian romance author of 40-plus titles. She is a self-proclaimed genealogist, sleuth, and passionate about researching her ancestors, then casting them in her starring roles in her novels. As a Christian, Pat describes the evidence of the gift of the Holy Ghost as a life-altering experience. She has been a featured speaker and workshop presenter at various venues across the country. Pat holds a BS in Mass Communications from Emerson College in Boston, Massachusetts, and has worked in radio, television, and print media for more than 20 years. You can connect with Pat at her website at www.patsimmonsandhersimmonshas2ms.net. Her socials are there. You can also purchase any of her books on Amazon. And I would just like to thank everyone for tuning in today to today's episode. Um, you can connect with A Reader's Book Corner on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at A Reader's BC. And remember, if you would like to see an indie book or author featured, feel free to contact me at tabeasley at arbookcorner.com. Now, don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Until next time, happy reading. Mm-hmm.